Alexa, what is the baddest podcast in the land? Here's Pulling Back the Curtain podcast registered from Amazon Music. Playing the latest episode. Season three of the Pulling Back the Curtain podcast is brought to you by Samato Coffee. Pull Back the Curtain podcast listeners will receive a 20% discount on your order by using promo code BALLERSCOFFEE. To learn more about Sumato Coffee, please visit their website at www.sumatocoffee.com. That's S-U-M-A-T-O-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. What's happening, people? And what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with our rawest opinion, while giving you the straight up facts. That's right, no fake news here. I'm Jules. Press. On today's show, we pull back the curtain on our favorite funny Christmas movies and much, much more. Press, what's poppin', baby? Christmas time is on the horizon, baby. Round the corner, man. How, how's that shopping going? Oh shit! I knew you was gonna ask me, bro. I've only got only one gift. Why. Only got one gift purchase. I gotta step it up. All the reason I heard you guys on DVE and you said, "Man, you're a little late to the party," but you say you're gonna get it done. Santa Press gonna get it done. Yeah, Santa Press got to step it up. So I'm gonna do something about it today and tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> I usually, and I think you heard me talk about this on DBE. I'm usually one of those people on um, Black Friday and all that. I'm uh-huh. usually on it. This time around, for some reason, I just wasn't really into it like that. And so I missed all those sales. So I'm now I'm just like, well, <laughs> it wasn't meant to be. <laughs> hey, man, that's why I thank God for Amazon. <laughs> I thank yeah. God for Amazon and, and, and um, gift cards. Oh, so you're a gift card guy. See, Perez, what I do, I give the missus the money and have her just go get this stuff because I'd be kind of busy. <laughs> so. Now you see my problem because uh, that's why I only one gift been purchased because I ain't had the time. <laughs> that's a good point though, Jules. That's because that's probably where I'm gonna go. To be honest with you, no free advertising though for them. Mm-hmm. That's definitely where I'm gonna probably go though. We still got some time, so we we good, man. I'm gonna have to hit that prime. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get that next day delivery, man. But it's cool, man. My Amazon driver, super cool dude. He uh, not work from home, and so he always makes sure before he drops something off. He rings the the doorbell, knocks on the door, and then you know sometimes I'm able to like talk to him or chop it up for him. He's like, "Hey, I just want to make sure you got that because you know these people be out here stealing packages and stuff like that." Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, because you, you know what we got, we have that that mic cue for the garage, but we haven't hooked it up just yet. So I'm gonna do that next week. So generally, what Amazon used to do with the old garages, they had the cold, they would put the packages inside the garage. Crisis averted. So. I got to get okay. that my cube set back up again. Oh, that's good, man. Because I've been getting alerts all the time on the on the um, on the ring app. Some people let you know, yeah, be aware of such and such people, or you'll be aware oh, of your yeah. packages. Man, oh, I'm yeah. always getting stuff on there. Yeah, such and such took took my box, took my package. You know, be be careful. And it's like, man, it's a shame you can't get get some delivered to your house with somebody coming up behind it after the uh, delivery guy leave and come up there and rip, you know, take it and and pull off with it. Tis the season, right? <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but man, how's everything going with you? Enough about me and my procrastination. <laughs> man, everything's smooth, man. I, okay. I had a I had a busy, busy week myself. My brother fridge went out. 
And uh, my other brother had extra, so I had to ask my that father. Was, that was pretty convenient. Yeah, fridge, yeah huh? it was. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you got an extra stove? Because I need one of them. Because <laughs> I ain't never heard no shit like that in my life. <laughs> so, they should have never gave y'all money. <laughs> man. So I had, to, I had to ask my father-in-law to borrow his truck. He had a nice, long, you know, nice truck. He used his work truck. Okay. And so I had to run to his house, get his truck. He didn't have any gas in it, so I had to put Shocking. gas in it. You know how black folks <laughs> are. His gas gauge wasn't working right. So I'm like, so I'm just driving. I'm like, man, okay, let me call him and see, see his, yeah, how much gas he has in his car. So I called him. He said, you know what? He said, you might not have anything up in there. And I'm on the e-way, right? I'm just driving. Cause oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, damn. So I made it. And, you know, I'm, I, you know, I filled the truck up. I went to my went to my, my folks' house to pick up the fridge. My brother met me there. We got to take apart the doors and, and other stuff so to fit it through. and Because, of course, it's on the second floor. Oh, damn. <laughs> so, you know, we, get, we end up getting a dolly. I said, the hell with that dolly. We can move it faster just carrying it. Yep. You know, you know, we get it out there. It's cold. You know, I'm sweating and it's cold outside. And I'm just like, oh, man, let me put a hat on, you know, and get in the, get in the truck, drive it all the way out to my brother's house, get in the house. Then he want to take his fridge that he got now and want to save it. The one he wanted, the one that's not working. He want to save it for some reason. I'm just like, um, coach, why are we saving the refrigerator? Don't work. <laughs> So he wanted to take that fridge you brought in and put it downstairs. Wait a minute. Uh-uh-uh-uh. <laughs> I'm calling foul on coach. <laughs> what in the fuck? <laughs> so I was like, well, what about the garage? It's, you know, <laughs> it's the lesser. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what I was going to say, too. Wow. Okay, go ahead. He wanted in the basement, so all right. Of course, Chris. I'm trying to hurry up because it's other stuff going on, man. <laughs> like I said, we supposed, you know, we supposed, I supposed, to, we supposed to hook up, and my yep. wife want to do some things. My then my father asked me some help, man. It was just, and it was a Friday. Oh, come on, dude. coach. Traffic was everywhere, Chris. It was. I know you. I know you was getting my texts, my messages. I, I you probably get, you probably can feel the frustration, man. I was. Yeah, you man. seem you had a lot of anxiousness going on in them text messages. I was like, good <laughs> lord. <laughs> I let Jules don't normally send no text messages this long. Let's get something going on with him. No, man. I know the culprit now. <laughs> I'm calling foul on you, Coach, and audience of 2022. <laughs> let us know if Coach was foul for having Jules do all that damn work. Not only moving the refrigerator from the parents' house on the second floor, but bringing it all the way out to his crib for this man then to want him to take the old fridge that don't work and move it to the basement. That seems like that's asking quite a lot. I don't know. Man. I'm just saying. I was glad it's all over. And then, of course, I told you, man, my damn wisdom tooth was acting up, man. So I was just, I was kind of in some discomfort. Friday was rough, man, but I got through it. <laughs> it was, I got through it, though. Yeah, you always say nobody's smooth like you, but I don't sound like no smooth day there. <laughs> <laughs> no, that day was a little rugged. <laughs> that day was well, a little rugged. <laughs> Well, let's get into it. And coach, well, next time I see you, man, I, I boy, I can't wait to talk to him about this refrigerator <laughs> situation. <laughs> My God. <laughs> well, speaking of Farafile, okay. audience, our Farafile for this episode is going to be LeVar Ball's comments on his son, LaMelo Ball, not needing any advice 
from Michael Jordan. So mm. audience and Jules, what are we doing? Fair or foul here? Ooh, man. Prez, I'm, I'm, I'm calling foul. Okay. I'm calling foul. But you know what? You got to understand, uh, um, LeVar. LeVar is a proud man. You can tell. You can tell mm-hmm. you're a proud man. He don't, mm-hmm. want, he don't want help from anybody. I mean, that's just him. The way you promote his son. Yeah, you're, you're true. Mm-hmm. True. But we're talking about Michael Jordan. The GOAT. We're talking about Michael Jordan and his team. That's his team. And Michael Jordan, a winner. It's priceless or something. That's like asking to get boxing lessons from Floyd Mayweather or Mike Tyson or, or if Muhammad Ali was around. That's like getting tips from Jack Nicholson and Tiger Woods. And, you know, that's like getting acting, directing from Denzel. When you get a Michael Jordan and say, hey, I can teach you some pointers mm-hmm. or, you know, give you some advice. Oh, man, that's gold. Now, I'll call foul for that, but I can see what, where the bar is coming from as far as his, he's just proud. Like, hey, no, nah, my boy good. He don't need advice from Mike. That's just him. That's that father. You know, because he said, you know, because he was talking about when, when Mike won, the last time he won the championship, you know, the game's changed. Rich, that was a fair point. However, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree with everything you said there, Jules, because it's Jordan. Jordan's a winner. He owns mm-hmm. the team. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you're the boss. <laughs> and while I think LaMelo Ball is a very talented player, everybody can humble themselves to learn something from someone else. We don't know everything, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think in that situation, I rock with LeVar Ball. I respect what he's done as a father, a black father at that. Mm-hmm. I talk about that a lot on this show, how a lot of times they depict our black fathers as absent and not involved in the kid's life. But then you have somebody like LeVar Ball who is active in his kid's life, and people criticize that. You can't win for mm-hmm. lose. So mm-hmm. in one instance, I respect what LeVar represents yep. as a father. However, in this situation, I also call foul on him as well. That's Michael Jordan. If it was Charles Barkley, okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Charles Barkley. <laughs> Sorry, Chuck. <laughs> but Mike, dude, what? You know Mike's uh, resume. Mm-hmm. Everybody do. Man. Hey, man, if Mike, hey, I ain't even know. I, hey, I can't even play. But if Mike come here, hey, man, this would get a better shot. I'm listening. Of course. I'm listening. Shit, I won't take my eyes off him. Like, what else? What else, Mike? <laughs> right. And Mike, hey, come here. You know that one step you do? <laughs> right. Like, all right, man. He's going to be like, all right, man, get on out of here. Get right. out of my way. <laughs> yeah, because he's like, what's he going to tell him? I'm like. I don't know what I don't know what he's gonna tell him, Levar, but whatever it is, I'll be willing to listen. Mm-hmm. I mean, this dude, I was just watching uh, a little thing about Mike going on YouTube, and this dude here is just I mean, we we seen the man as we we was coming up, as he was coming up, we was coming up and mm-hmm. watching him. And we all know all what what he done on the court. But also the stuff that you don't see where he's in, in you know enacting and also showing other players. Hey, he's he's hands on. He be talking to his players. He be sh- still showing them things. That's priceless. I, I know Levar as a man, as a father. I a hey, I feel you, but dude, you like hey, this Mike. Oh yeah, learn from him. I'll be encouraging. No, no, learn from him. Because mm-hmm. whatever you learn from, just tweak it and put it in your style. That's because right. you can't do it like the like him. You can just take what he can teach you and put your own spin to it. That's absolutely facts there. So, LeVar, fair on you being a good dad, mm-hmm. foul on your approach <laughs> with your son in that situation. That's yep. Michael Jordan, bro. Come on, humble yourself a little bit. 
All right, Jules, the next question comes over from Dennis from Mariota, Georgia. He wanted to know, should Whitley retire from boxing after his embarrassing knockout? <laughs> Chris, I, uh, I didn't watch it, but I seen the highlights. Yep. Because mm-hmm. I told you and I told everybody that's listening on this platform <laughs> that I wasn't going to pay for that. No, I don't want And then when I saw the highlights and I saw, yes, he should retire. Try not to get angry about this stuff, but to simply put, he's not a boxer. He's a mixed yeah. martial artist. It's completely different. Completely different with, with the Queensbury Wolves where you fight in the trenches. And sometimes people think it should be easy for MMA to transition to boxing because you still use your hands. But the footwork, the slipping, the rolling, mm-hmm. those yep. things, the defense, those things, and MMA, you're not doing all of those, those rolling and slipping because you can get hit with a kick or a knee. Mm-hmm. So in boxing, it's a little different. And Willie approached Paul and he had his left down. Yep. And, and Jake came with Yeah. Because, dude, and he came with the overhand right. It was just about timing. And he timed that sucker beautifully. D- didn't he? Didn't he? Oh, my God. It and was listen, Jules. And listen, Jules, because you know boxing. I know boxing. There was people that was texting me talking about some Willie took a dive. I'm like, bro, you don't know boxing, man. Uh, Paul timed that motherfucker up, and that dude caught him. Man, he caught him. Nat- he caught him right when that left was going down. Uh-huh. And it was a clean shot. It dropped him. Yeah, he was he was knocked out. How you going to dive head first like that? Your body ain't even going to let you do that shit. He was gone. He was out. And he was out for a good, what, 20 seconds? Yeah. Just down. I'll tell you what, Perez. I'll give Paul credit. He is perfecting his craft because what what I've seen, he's getting better and better, and and his confidence is gaining more and more his fight. Now, he's still not fighting uh, boxers. No. No. But... But, but he's, he's showing improvement. He's showing improvement, which I'm watching. I'm seeing. I'm like, okay, this this boy, he, you know what? He ain't nothing to sneeze at so far. So right. I might have to re have to retract my statement. If he come in there with and fight a, a a boxer, I might have to, I might have to might have to check it out, man. Now, one thing too, I love how he called out Fury. <laughs> he called him a bitch after the fight. Who? Tyson Fury? The other Fury. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. What happened? He had to back out of the fight, right? And that's why Willie yeah, got so. in there. That's why Willie get okay, okay, gotcha. But I think he should retire as well. I mean, oh yeah, Jules. I think people don't remember Willie was a fucking UFC world champion a few years ago. Yes, yes. This guy <laughs> was the top of his sport. The boxing, bro. This ain't working for him. It ain't working for him because he's now mm-hmm. starting to mess up his legacy. Because now he's gonna become a meme. For getting laid out the way he got laid out. He's out there now. People mm-hmm. making fun of him like they made fun of Nate Robinson. And also, too, Jules, I'm sick of Jake Paul beating up these black dudes, man. What the fuck is wrong with y'all, Uh-oh. man? Uh-oh. Come on, now. Where y'all oh, proud at? Where the culture at, man? Man, right for the culture. <laughs> for the culture. <laughs> Jake, like, if y'all coach. 2020, we took an L. 2021, Jake Paul's over here giving more L's. What we doing out here now? They gonna have me getting this thing and start training. I'm sick oh. of it now. Uh-oh. Okay, Press. <laughs> hey man, can I work your corner, man? I'll work yes, your corner sir. now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. You, of course. Uh, listen, I have you and one other select person. They know who they are. That'll be it. Okay. I don't, I don't need a whole bunch of people in my ear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, nah, but I'm sick of Jake Paul. Yeah, everybody, you guys know that. I mean, at the same time, I can't hate on him. He he definitely knocked dude out. 
He's getting better. Mm-hmm. But I want to see him face a real boxer. That's right, it. right. Now it's time. Now it's time. Okay, come on. Let's, let's. I know you guys are picking these people. You selectively pick these people. Oh yeah, but, you know, carefully, but, right? Yeah, yeah. So let's let's let let's, let's get let's get actual match going. Let's get actual match. Let's see what you had. Now you you okay? You're four or five and zero now. So let's step it up a little bit now. Just kind of challenge yourself a little bit. Get in there with a boxer, and even if you get listen, even if you do lose, you still learn from it. But I mean, cause, but let's let's get out from this. You know, fighting. Older cats or fighting uh, uh, MMA guys or whatever right. case may be. Let's 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 get some actual contenders here. Well, you know Kendall Gill, the former NBA player, and he's a professional fighter. He's been yep. calling Jake Paul out for fucking months now, and that would be something oh, really? I, I didn't know that. Be intrigued by? Yeah, he should fight him because you saw in the undercard on that fight, former NBA player Darren Williams. He fought Frank Gore. Oh, dude, yeah, Gore him out the ring, <laughs> bro. Man. Darren Williams like treated him like a little boy. He was like, get the fuck out of my face. I was like, <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna like lie. Was, nah, I ain't gonna lie. He pushed the man out three, but I was like, God damn. <laughs> That's some disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, the rules would have went out the window there. I would have got back in that ring like, okay. That's what we doing there? All right. right. When I watched that, Jules, I was like, um, there was so much disrespect in that shit, first of all. <laughs> He shoved his ass and he looked at him like he was a piece of shit. I was like, damn, what did he do to you? <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't get disqualified, man. Dude, I don't know if you saw this, Jules, but the meme of Frank Gore's face is he's getting ready to get punched. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I see it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, my Ooh, goodness. So I also did not pay for that fight, but it had some comedic <laughs> moments. It had some comedic <laughs> moments, and I'm glad that I watched it. I was sitting there chilling, drinking a glass of wine, and taking it all in. I was okay. like, this is, this is some great Saturday night entertainment. <laughs> Damn, I wish I would have watched it now. <laughs> I'm telling like, you, you would have been laughing, bro. And also, the fight with Serrano and, uh, what was her name, Gutierrez? Boy, that was a good-ass fight. That was a real okay, good I fight. I didn't see that one. I didn't see that Man, one. Gutierrez, she was taking shots on the chin for 10 rounds. Oh. Tough fighter. Tough fighter. So, but Serrano, she's a champ. So shout out to her from Puerto Rico. But okay. They, it was a decent card, though. I'm not even going to lie to you. Decent card. I probably did check out the highlights on that, though. The third fight you talk about. I do have to call foul on Willie's mother, though. What'd she do? She was all in the ring after the fight with her arm around Paul, her arm around Jake Paul's mom, laughing it up, chucking it up. And her son just sitting there looking stupid. I'm sitting here. Yeah, I do. Come on, man. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Her son laying out on the damn cabinet. Is she is she hugging up on the um opponent's corner? So so after he was back on his feet and just standing oh, okay. in the ring looking dazed and confused, <laughs> she's sitting over there joking and Jake Paul whispering shit to her ear. Then she's laughing, oh ha ha ha, and laughing oh. with Jake Paul's mama. And I'm sitting here like, huh? What's Dude. that about? Dude, your boy just got laid out, embarrassed. Mm-hmm. She over there laughing it all the way to the bank. Yeah, you know what? Maybe, yeah, yeah, that can be something we laughed about. <laughs> hey, yeah, you got your ass knocked out, but boy, you made some money, baby. <laughs> in that picture, it was Jake Paul, Jake Paul's mom, and Tyron Woodley in that frame. All three of them were smiling. Woodley was just standing there looking dazed and fucking confused. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hard way to make a living, boy, I tell you. Dennis, good question. 
Willie needs to wrap it up. And also, too, I mean, yeah. his last couple MMA fights weren't all that impressive either, man. Nope. I think yeah. he's made enough money, man. Just go ahead and walk away from combat sports, bro. Just let it be. When you start a coach, a boxing coach of mine's, uh, he said, well, when, when fighters start getting knocked out, it's, it's time to hang it up. Right. That's how I feel yeah, about Connor. Yeah, 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 another one. Dude, this is a short lifespan, man. It's a short lifespan boxing. It's it's rough. It, any any full contact sport or or mixed martial arts or fighting bare knuckles, whatever the case may be, you ain't got a short time span. One hit can really really do it. You start getting concussions, and mm-hmm. that that's your career. So I mean, it's a short ride. You can be on top for for a few, but you have your anomalies that that stay fluid and all of them, and you know that can stay on top for so long. But that's just that's rare. It really is, real. So shit, <laughs> far and few between, you mm-hmm. know. So no, don't ask question, Dennis. The next one comes from Craig from New Buffalo, Michigan, and this one made me oh, laugh Craig. a couple times. He said, "Would love to hear your thoughts on the recent stories about the late Nancy Reagan." <laughs> Press. <laughs> hey, Prince, I heard this. I was like, "Damn, okay." Just mm. say yes, Nancy. Woo! Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know, Ronald was active before he came president. So, yes, sir. People got everybody a pass, got a pass, right? right? Yeah. Everybody got a pass. Back then, it wasn't it wasn't out there like it is now. That was before social media. Could you imagine nowadays yeah. with social media and, and Nancy was out there like that? <laughs> but but I can't really see I, I, I can't really see Nancy in that. <laughs> no, she I cleaned herself up, didn't she? In the White House, yes, she cleaned she herself up. She did that because she she first lady, right? You know, first lady can't be, you know, <laughs> you know, you can't be out there twerking and showing you your, your cleavage and all that. You know, you got to class it up. I mean, she's a plain looking woman, right? Yeah, I, 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 I'm like, why is everybody tweeting and is talking about Nancy Reagan? I'm like, what's she do? I'm like, and then I start reading it. I'm like, oh damn. Mm-hmm. I was like, boy, she was on them back lots, huh? All right, Nancy. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, my only thought about that is look, everybody's got a pass. And during those times, I'm sure she wasn't the only one that's doing that to get ahead. No pun intended. So it's just one of those things, guys. I'm I'm not gonna really say too much about it because hey. If, if, if they go go after Nancy Reagan, then what you got to say about Will Chamberlain? Because that man said he slept with ten thousand females. So. Man, what they look at him as a as as the man? They say you he's a goat, right? You know that's the that's the, we and we know a girl personally, uh, Press. But uh, <laughs> yes, we do. Go to Chicago, <laughs> yeah, and it ain't two three, <laughs> right? Right. You know what? I just want to keep. Let's keep Nancy as uh, her legacy as as the wholesome wife and uh, just say no and in her younger days she was wild in younger days we all grow we all used to be young and dumb but you yeah, know yeah. When, when you get older you kind of you kind of put those things away <laughs> and you know the whole thing started that. you the whole thing started because there was a conservative person that was trying to make a parallel she basically posted a picture of madonna at the same age as nancy reagan so i, I think madonna's obviously in her 60s now and she was madonna was posing in a, in a bed with like some lingerie on some mm-hmm. heels on Mm-hmm. And I think was she like sixty three, yeah. and then she posted yep. on the on the second part of the picture a picture of Nancy Reagan at that same age, and Nancy had her 
little White House first lady look on. And then that's right. when people started coming for the lady said, well, well, let's now look at the uh, tape here. And, and, and that's when people started digging into Nancy Reagan's past. And they were like, <laughs> boom. So you got to be careful sometimes because you know what it was? The person was trying to shame Madonna and it backfired. Who is around that know, know about Nancy Pass, though? I don't know. <laughs> who, got, who got some intel like that, man? That is scary. It must have been one of those last uh, <laughs> surviving <laughs> recipients. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, good question, Craig. The next, one, the next one comes over from Jessica from Chicago's Avalon Park. Okay. And she wanted to know, how do you feel about LeBron James bumping Tory Lane's new music? You know, I, Press, I don't know much about these rappers, the new rappers. I, so I never heard. I mean, if LeBron James want to listen to him, then, I, you know, okay, that's fine. But I know he got the, there's a, you know, he's the one who was accused allegedly for shooting Megan Thee Stallion, right? Yeah, in her foot. In the foot, so I, I, you know, I can. Well, uh, which foul. is probably why Jessica's asking the question. Yeah, a little, a little, a little, a little foul on LeBron's part because it's like, if you knew about the the history, which I probably, if you knew about what took place, then, yeah, which I think he probably do know. Yeah, he know. I, 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 I wouldn't have openly say, "Hey, I dig his music out." Just personally, just listen to it in my car, or or, or <laughs> well, I'm a, it won't say nothing about it. You know, I you know <laughs> that's, was like I'm just gonna listen to it privately. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know, only because now you're getting a little backlash. Like, hey man, how can you support somebody who's shooting black women? You know what I'm saying? Shooting this black woman. And that's exactly it because that's the thing, right? Yeah, because he assaulted her. And when I looked at the whole situation, Jules with Tory Lanez, mm. you know, talented artist, but at the same time, hey bro, you getting drunk out here, man, and you want to pull a gun out, and you want to shoot at somebody, like, that shit's kind of weak, you know what I'm saying? Right, so, for right. me, uh, that situation bugs me, you know? Now, okay. I will say, don't judge me, audience, but that, uh-huh. that album is fire. I'm just not going to fucking publicly uh, post that shit on any of my <laughs> right. social accounts. But the album's fire. It's fire. Okay, but, yeah, I, I can't tell you. I can't name one song. Well, I, I, got, I got something for you, Jules, after this uh, after this. I'll sing you something for you to listen to in the gym. Yeah, I got two songs that when you look, you hear them, you'll be like, oh, shit, okay. The dude kind of decent. All right. Bad human being, but I don't know if, if his controversy or the, Trump, the, the, the drama in his life uh, helped him with his music, but it was, like I said, pretty good music there. Okay. The only other thing I had on this is for, and, and I've talked about this in the past with, with this audience. I know a lot of people wanted everybody to cancel Tory Lanez. This is a, an example of what I was speaking about a month ago on this show. These people that are rich and famous, they don't actually get canceled. Look at what Tory Lanez did. That was a despicable act. Mm-hmm. Time's gone past. People kind of like started to have their opinions about what happened that night, right? And then you have other people that's just indifferent. They're like, ah, whatever. I wasn't there. Got nothing to do with me. And then you got other people that's like, Oh, I only care about his music. So that's why I'm I'm telling people that you, if you make a decision personally not to support somebody, great. But this whole, oh, I'm going to try to campaign and get this person canceled. Focus on you. Do what you need to do. Stop worrying about trying to rally other people around for some cause that honestly, at the end of the day, isn't going to fucking stand up. Because as you can see, this man's got an album that's fucking killing the charts right now. 
Mm, with okay. all these allegations that are swirling around him. Wolf him out there, popping girls in the foot. Man, Jules, I ain't gonna make no jokes about the situation. I, I saw the pictures, man. That shit fucked up, man. He shot at the ground, and I guess, man, concrete and uh, all kind of oh, shit like okay. was coming up in her foot. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. He said he was like yelling, telling her to dance and shit while he was shooting at the ground. Oh, no. That's what no, I'm saying, no, man. That no, shit's, no, no, that no, shit's no. fucked okay. up, bro. It's fucked up. It's weak energy, man. It's like, come on. Handy your liquor, bro. No, I get you on that one. No, that's, that's, no, that's bogus. The next question. Samantha from Appleton, Wisconsin. She wanted to know, do you think that Louis Vuitton will hire Kanye to replace Virgil? Because they both worked on other projects. It'll be a good come up for Louis Vuitton. And also uh, Kanye West. Two juggernauts. I mean, Louis Vuitton been around for, oh man, I don't know how long. And then, and then, yay. I mean, he's just, what can I say? Everybody just buying his stuff up. I mean, them two, you know, collab together. Oh my God. It'll be, it'll be crazy. Kanye, like, we talk about it so much on this show, man. This dude is a fucking visionary. He's an icon. A very creative dude. I mean, you look at the work that he's done not only in hip-hop, but what he's doing in fashion. So, honestly, if it does happen, that'd be dope for Louis Vuitton. And also, too, I bet Virgil would be happy if that were happening. Because him and him and Kanye were really tight, and they worked closely together on a lot of stuff. That's why I was sitting up here like, dude, it would be a good, a good come-up um, for both parties. I'm not going to buy anything because that stuff is just it's a little too rich in my blood. But, I mean, for both parties, oh, yeah, they'll they'll make a killing now. Just imagine, Louis Vuitton is Louis Vuitton. Right. That's just going to sell just because. But yep. now you get Kanye involved in that? Man. <laughs> People probably who, who haven't bought any Louis Vuitton will probably come and buy Louis Vuitton because mm-hmm. Ye's in it. Yep. Yep. So that's going to blow up, man. Look how you walk around, and I'm guilty of this. You walk around, you see people wearing Yeezys. Yep. He took over the sneaker game. And remember, he had a hit one little line in his rap song. He said, Yeezy over Jumpman. Now, when he first rapped that shit, I was like, damn, that was uh, that was quite the shot at Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. He's had a little truth to it because you see how everybody going crazy over those Yeezys, man. Now, I, I don't own a pair of Yeezys, but they, they do look comfortable. Oh, bro. It's like walking on pillows, baby. Okay. Now, you can't play, no, you just can't hoop in them, right? No, man, I'm just for walking so around. just walking around shoes? Okay, gotcha. Yeah, walking around and looking cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is it looking cool? Yeah. All right, that's what's up, man. Hey, hey quiet as kept. I don't even hoop in Jordans. Well, no, they cost too damn much. Mm-mm, I just wear them for fashion and, you know, for storage. The shoes that I hoop in, I hoop in them Kobe's when I when I used to play. All right, well, some good shoes to hoop in. Yeah, they nice, man. The Kobe, the low ones, though. Those, those okay. are nice to hoop in. KD's got some nice shoes to hoop in for the hoopers out there as well. Mm. But yeah, just certain shoes, though. I'm like, I look at them like, nah, I would never hoop in these things. Nah, them, that status symbol, man. You you put them on when you when you step it out, boy. Like when you spoke about Virgil and what he did with the fashion game, man. He had cats out there. Hey, business on the top, casual on the bottom. You know casual what I'm saying? Casual on the bottom, yep. And that's just dope. But no, back to the question that Samantha had. I think that it would be great if it happened. And I think Kanye even said that he owed it to Virgil to continue his work. I think okay. it's a perfect partnership waiting to happen. So we'll, we'll definitely see what happens there. But there's been no official word on it, though, from what I saw. Okay. Sir. The next question comes over from Carlos from Princeton Park here in Chicago. And he wanted to know, how did you guys feel about Drake and Kanye sharing a stage together to help Larry Hoover Sr.? You know, we talked about this pre- on a previous pod about 
should uh let Hoof get out and they they you know mm-hmm. they Drake and Kanye did the show. Now I have read a lot of people said the show was dope and they should go on tour together. They should. They had all that beef, man. It was cool that they was able to chop it up though and and put that shit to the side, you know. Yeah, it's just the reason why they're doing the the concert is just still having a little trouble with. Everybody can change. Anybody can change. I'm just, I'm just still, still unsure. I can go on, only go on if the people that was affected by it or the families that were affected by it, if they're willing to forgive what what Larry did, then, then okay, fine. But other than that, I can't see, I can't see this one letting this man out. Other than that, yeah, I think uh, when I thought about this question, Carlos, first of all, I looked at it from the standpoint of. Drake and Kanye ending their feud. I talk so much hmm. on this show about brothers, man, we shouldn't be beefing. I don't care if you're rich or, or broke. It don't matter. Like, we need to be coming together. We need to be working together. We're not the enemy. We know who the enemy is. When I saw these two coming together for this cause, I thought it was dope because these are two brothers that are coming together to try to help another brother out. We need more of that in this world. A lot of times we're quick to turn our back on people that have been involved in certain situations. Now, when it comes to Larry Hoover's case, that's for the judge and for the criminal justice system to figure out if this is something that they need to look into a little bit more. But I mm-hmm. will say what Drake and Kanye are doing is kind of cool. They're bringing awareness, at least, to this situation. So we'll see what happens with it. But I think I like more about the fact that these two brothers work together. And to the comment that Jules made, I can only imagine if these two went on a call oh, tour in the future. Man, that's yeah, be crazy. Dude, I heard they did each other's uh, songs and what can you say about yay, yay, guess Got some tracks, boy. Then Drake, yeah. Drake too. So that's I a miss, good. I miss old Kanye. Damn, dude. Man, I was watching something. And they was talking about yeah. Oh, they was oh, okay. They was talking about the uh the concert, and they saying he, he was doing old you know old Kanye, mm-hmm. uh, some of his old tracks, mm-hmm. and it was like man, hey, those tracks there. His new ones are, are, are good too, but there's few that okay, man, we digging. But we talked about that Donda album, and it was it was interesting. But it was interesting. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. interesting. Yep. But then Drake is Drake, right? And so yep. Drake is dope. All in all, I think it's, it's noble what they were trying to do. Uh-huh. It probably is not going to work, but, you know, as far as, you know, getting him freed. But I still think it's cool that they, you know, are attempting and, and, and trying. And I also think that Kanye and Drake and some of these other notable people that have these platforms need to take a page out of the book of Jay-Z and Meek Mill and start working on certain certain cases and situations that need a little bit more profile to them and start lending help to individuals out here they you know had some situation legally that was a little trumped up right that's the kind of stuff that i want to see some of these guys do use your platform and power for good you know what i mean you guys are all fucking millionaires and <laughs> can do and go anywhere uh-huh. but sometimes yeah. it's good to see what you can do for others too so in this situation i love this but don't let this be the only cause that you guys are out here trying to bring awareness to mm-hmm. i'm with you i'm with you all right, our last question before we get into the nuts and bolts of this episode comes from Melanie from St. John, Indiana. And she wanted to know, what are you guys asking Santa to get you for Christmas this year? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, if I can just get a damn day off. <laughs> <laughs> this man and them damn day offs. Will somebody get this man a day off? <laughs> you know what? Getting older in life, my list is much smaller and much simpler. It'd be just a nice meal, rest, 
little quiet time, just be with family. It's simple stuff like that, man. I Those are the gifts right there. You're like, man, I can take that over, over anything. <laughs> so it's it just probably just some, probably just some little, little quality time, man. Just a little, little downtime. That's what I'm yeah. asking, Santa. Yeah, Jules, I'm with you, man. I think the older we both get, man, the more I feel like life just, you know, you want to just kind of make it as uh, simple and just easy as it, it going as possible, right? So you don't want to put too much into the into the matrix, as they say. So for me, I told the audience last year, the only thing I really wanted was the PlayStation 5. I didn't necessarily uh-huh. tell anybody that, that they had to get it for me. It's just that's what I wanted. You okay. know, I'm lucky and blessed that I got people in my life that wanted me to have it. So I got it. It was dope. Now, some may call foul on me the fact that I haven't even played it one time, but that's a story for another day. Oh, damn. I'm a very busy guy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand. So I'm with Jules. All I want for Christmas is some downtime so I can actually be able to play my PlayStation 5 that I got there last year go. for Christmas. There you go. <laughs> so that's all I want. So Melanie, that, and obviously to see my friends and family. You know, you know I'm going to get a chance to chop it up with Jules and, and oh, Doug. Yeah. After the holidays, we're going to do a little network kickback. So looking forward to that. Looking forward to seeing my family here later this week. So just a lot of things that I'm looking forward to and very thankful for. Oh, man, great question. <laughs> great question. But in the spirit of today's episode, what we're going to do today is we're going to talk to you guys about some of our favorite movies. And not only just favorite Christmas movies, some of our favorite funny Christmas mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but before we get into that, okay, I wanted to get nostalgic with the audience because we had a lot of people asking us questions about what was like the most nostalgic Christmas present that we ever had, right? And so I thought, let's talk about that before we get into the episode. So for me, when I was younger, man, I remember, Jules, we talked about this so many times on the show. That night before Christmas, you're all excited. You can't hardly sleep because you know you got some good shit coming, right? You smell the food, all that shit, right? But that excitement that night before, it's some of those moments that, man, I wish that I had now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> dude. Ain't that the truth? Because those are cool times, man. Really cool times. But I would say, thinking back on that, my favorite, most nostalgic Christmas present was when I got the Nintendo. This was like when I was in the second or third grade. And I'm telling you, Jules, man, that was one of the best. Because I did not expect that shit to happen. I, I put that shit on my list because, yes. I did write to Santa. I wrote him a nice little long letter. And I said, not only do I want a Nintendo Santa, I said, but I want a second controller so I can play with my brother. And I said, I want Super Mario. I want Mike Tyson Punch-Out. And I wanted that Dick Tracy. It was like a little crime Uh fight. You remember that? Yeah, I remember. Uh Yeah. Santa hooked me up. I got all three of them damn games. Well, those are the best Christmas presents. I'm telling you. I ain't know nothing about Lailway, but then I later found out my mom put that joint on Lailway. Made it happen. <laughs> Thanks, moms. Man, hey, hey, Presley made you something. Do they still? Do they still? Do stores still have layaways? That is a good ass question. I do not know. I know Kmart used to do that. Like at least like ten years ago, they used to do it. I would imagine they probably do, right? Like probably Kmart and Walmart. Man, but that okay. layaway is throwback, huh? Because that used to be common in all those stores. Oh yeah, you get a whole bunch of stuff and. I think you just put down a little bit, a little just deposit, to hold it, and then yeah, and that's it. 
Yeah, because when I used to work at, at the little retail store, I'm not going to get them in free advertising, but you remember where it was. And they used to have railway, and it was crazy. Like, a lot of times people would put the deposit down never come pick the shit back up. So railway was like a big come up for the retail stores. Yeah, yeah. Perez, I'm going to have to agree with you with the Nintendo. I remember that one Christmas where when the Nintendo first came out, I believe, and um, I remember my brother and the holiday and I, we woke up. And there was no gifts underneath the tree. <laughs> and we was like, damn. <laughs> you know. So my father, you know, we were just up and we were just just looking at the tree and just talking. And uh my father came out and he was like, Hey, you know, you guys go back to bed. And it was like, okay. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, <laughs> mom and dad started bringing out bags and bags of stuff. And it was like, Come on, y'all. And then we all ran out and, and the coach and we all came out and we, we we was playing some of everything, man. I remember I had a Michael Jackson doll I was playing with. And next thing you know, I heard the theme music to Mario Brothers. Hell yeah. And do do you know all the other all the other gifts was irrelevant? Hell yeah, it was irrelevant. We was we was on that Nintendo from from morning to night. We we met friends. We was on that thing. I can't even remember if I told you about eight. I know I did, but <laughs> but if if so, we probably scarfed that meal down and went back to that game, man. <laughs> Dude, so I'm with you, man. That Nintendo, when it came out, oh, man, that was... I remember my parents, they loved it because they said that was our babysitter, so it was like... <laughs> Hell yeah, because y'all weren't fucking with them. No. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man. So that Nintendo, that was the gift right there. <laughs> Everybody know that, man. Everybody know that sound. Ain't <laughs> no better sound. And I love that story just because, too, they played a little joke on y'all. Y'all was thinking like, hey, what's going on around here? <laughs> right. We we was looking like, dude, we was like, what happened? Like, man. <laughs> hey, so Pops is like, yeah, y'all go back to the bed for a second. <laughs> and we just saw them bags. We was like, oh, okay. We was opening up gifts and uh, yeah, yeah. I think Mike uh, got like a little bowling set, you know, a little Fisher Price type thing, a little bowling set. We was on I that. I remember those. I remember those joints. Yep. yep. Boy, that that theme music came on. Uh, oh, that was we gone. We we left that stuff underneath the tree. Like yeah, all right. <laughs> See, and that's the thing. Your, your, your pops tried to help Holiday with this bowling game, and it's just still suspect. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That was a good one because Jules, like that wasn't even like a mailbag question we were going to answer, but we had so many people ask that I said, you know what, let's just talk about it before we get into the movie discussion. So I okay. thought that was kind of fun. So I'm gonna throw out a movie here, Jules. Get your thoughts on it. Okay. I'm gonna kind of talk through some of yours, man. Christmas movies, man, they continue to be something that just always kind of puts me in a good little spirit, especially during this time of year. So the first one I want to talk to you about, I don't know if you remember the Office Christmas Party, but this one came out probably about maybe five years ago. It's the one with uh, Jennifer Aniston is in it. And you know, I love me some Jennifer Aniston. And okay, uh, yeah. she was like the CEO of the company. She's pretty, uh, kind of like a Scrooge, if, if you will, type of character. And then she uh, had a brother, the guy was at TJ Miller. He was kind of like a partier type of guy. And basically the whole premise behind the movie is they had this big ass like Christmas party in the office. Like the shit was crazy. <laughs> Anything that could go wrong went wrong. The shit like was crazy. It was like a turn up, but all kind of bad shit was happening. But in the end of the movie though, 
you can kind of see Jennifer Aniston. She kind of showed a little bit more of her human side and it's a play on some of the other type of Christmas movies that you've seen out there. But this one, Jules, is just funny because there's just so many like little funny little stories and storylines that happen within the movie. Perez, I haven't seen it. Oh, no. Add it to your list, bro. Add it to okay. your list. Okay. Dude, you know what? Uh, I'll definitely watch it this week coming up. I'm not going to tell you any more about it now because, listen, you got to check this out, dude. <laughs> there's, there's, <laughs> I'm just laughing about it now, just thinking about it. Dude, it's just, it's just like a lot of wild shit that's happening. Just imagine <laughs> if you owned a business and people did this party shit behind your back and they just fucking shit up, damaging shit. Like, it was just, it was crazy. Oh, man. Anything and everything imagine, that could have happened. And then she's the boss, but she kind of have a screw. So she, she, I can, I can imagine she didn't want no party. No, she didn't want no party. Mm-mm. Okay, all right, gotcha. <laughs> like she, she comes stomping in because she didn't approve of anything that was going on. Damn. Yep. So it, it's good, man. It's good, you know. All right, I'm definitely check it out, man. Dude, I know everybody's seen this damn movie, 1966 American classic, Doctor Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Now. It's funny to me because as a kid watching it, you're like, oh, man, it was a different, you have a different feel about it. But as an adult watching it, oh, that shit funny as hell. <laughs> only because, only because that the Grinch, as Scrooge himself, he was miserable. And he wanted everybody else to be miserable. And <laughs> he had a plot and idea, you know, just to take, just take Christmas from the little who's in Whoville. And man... The funny part that I like that I thought was funny when he went down there to the uh Whoville and how he was slivering around like a snake, along with that with the music in the background the, talking about how uh what what he's planning on doing. You're a nasty one, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. So he's trying to ruin, ruin the holiday season from the uh little Who's in uh in Whoville, man. I'm just looking at this dude, the way they got his face on there. Uh he was just enjoying taking the presents and, and even the food and the stockings, even the trees, the light bulbs. He just, he was miserable and he didn't want them to have no Christmas. And it was just, it was just funny. But the jokes was on him for the ending of that cartoon, the animated where he's cutting up the turkey and passing it around. No, that's, that's a good one. You can't go wrong with that. Like you said, when you're a kid, it's just more of the nostalgia of it being like a Christmas joint. But when you when you're mm. older, there's a lot of things in there that kind of cracks you yep. up. <laughs> yep. I got another one for you, Jules. A very Harold and Kumar Christmas. Now, this one came out probably about a decade ago. And I was a huge uh Harold and Kumar. Just I love those movies. They cracked me up. This one was really cool because. You remember the movie when these two dudes were like in Guantanamo Bay <laughs> and they were like kind of estranged from each other, didn't really rock with each other anymore. Mm. And uh, so in this one, it's just like the holiday edition of it. So just really cool. Anytime these two get together, they always, you know, have wild nights. I mean, I, I remember the, the previous movies when those dudes were trying to get White Castle. There was a whole movie where they were trying to get White Castle. Doogie Howser was involved. So just no audience. These type of movies, whenever these two dudes end up together, is going to be some wild fucking shenanigans happening. So this one, very Harold and Kumar Christmas, really funny movie. Love it. And this one always cracks me up. But I definitely make sure every Christmas time to, to check that one out. Chris, haven't seen it. 
Jules, they gonna call foul on you, man. These are, <laughs> this is two for two on movies, man. You ain't even see. Oh man, dude, I I really need to update myself. Audience, he got to upgrade his movies and his music now. That's two things now. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna give. I, I'm, I'm gonna come with Elf. Now I did see that one with Will Ferrell. Yeah, overrated as fuck. But go ahead. Overrated. Oh, still overrated. <laughs> oh, no, no. Damn. Nope. Okay. Well, if people haven't seen it. I mean, check, it <laughs> check it out, man. You know, you got, oh, you get uh, Will Ferrell. His character's name is Buddy in the, um, in the movie. He's a, he's a, he, he's a human being, but he was raised by elf. So he's, which think he, he's, he's an elf. He, you know, his family, Stay in New York City. He found his father at Christmas time. So this dude can decorate his ass off because he's an elf. He's magical. So he can turn anything into to, to the North Pole. And, and it's just a funny, funny joy. His father didn't, I mean, James Kahn, who plays father, uh, you know, of course, it, it took for him a while to get, get, get used to, you know, saying that's his, that's his son and accept him. But in the end, he did. And yeah. Everybody live happy ever after. But dude, check check the movie out, man. Don't listen to prayers, man. It's a, it's a funny movie. If you ain't got nothing else better to do, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> but if you, it's not one of the movies that you know how people like. Man, I was just getting ready to go do such and such, and then such, this movie came on TV, so I sat down and started watching it. Do not do that shit with Elf. Do not do it. I promise you. <laughs> okay, I. <laughs> oh man. I got another one for the audience, man, and I think this one they gonna they gonna rock with because maybe they weren't really feeling a very Harold and Humar curses, but the night before they got to be rocking with me on this one. Seth Rogen, Anthony Mackie, this is such a good movie. These dudes were like friends since childhood, and every year they had a Christmas Eve reunion. It was like an annual night that they just went out and just got tore up, and so because these guys are all grown up. Becoming men, well, one guy was, you know, in a serious relationship with all things like that, with friendships. Sometimes some of those traditions, they come to an end. This is going to be like their last time turning up on Christmas Eve. So the, the whole moral of the story is, is that they wanted to make it as memorable as possible. And let's just say, audience, if you guys haven't seen this movie, check it out. Because anything with Seth Rogen in it, you know that shit's about to be fucking hilarious. <laughs> anything and everything that could have happened in one single night happened. Dope-ass movie, though. So, The Night Before. It came out about six years ago. Really good movie. The Night Before. And let Prayers me guess, seen You've it. never seen it. Oh, my God, Jules. Oh, my it, God. Haven't, haven't Call seen the foul it. on Jules, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That's three for three. <laughs> oh, man. I get home alone. <laughs> it's a funny toy, man. It, it is. Was funny. It is. It is. <laughs> We we all know everybody's seen that movie. We all know we all know what it's about. But Home Alone, dude, that thing is funny, man. All them all them tricks that he, you know, on them booby traps and what he did to get Joe Pesci and them out from that house, man. Dude. This is, this is the thing. I, we talked about this last year on, on the show. We talked about Home Alone. Those movies are funny. As a kid, definitely nostalgic. But as I got older, he had some of the worst parents on earth. That's that's just I <laughs> this shit just bothers me. Horrible, horrible parents. Father and mom, come on. All right, first time we get it. Shit happens. Uh-huh. There should have never been no Home Alone 2. What the hell? 
That's all. Well, no, That's... I get yeah. Yeah, I get I, I got you. I got you. It shouldn't be no home alone too, because after the first one, Kevin, he ain't leaving my sight. No, no. Man, they should have took that kid away from them folks. <laughs> Damn. Damn, got DCFS case in there. Bitch ass neighborhood taking that kick that there. Get that kid out of there. <laughs> but no, Home Alone, no, no, for real. Like, I, I don't mean the, the shit on the movie. It, it's a really good movie. I mean, the music in that movie. I mean, when you hear that song, that's one of those movies. I hear that shit come on TV. I might sit down on the couch real quick. You know what I'm saying? Not Elf, but Home Alone, definitely. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I got Friday After Next. Now, I know Jules has seen this one. And if he hadn't, I'm throwing this microphone against the wall. No. No, yes, you get you get there. You get a break, it, man. No, I seen that plenty okay. of times, and I'm actually kind of surprised it's on your list. But I, yeah, it's funny. It's funny as hell. Everybody know about this one. Craig and Day Day, they moved out the crib, had their own crib. Somebody stole their damn Christmas presents, and so basically the whole movie is them trying to get the Christmas gifts back, and then they have the rent party. Dude, funny ass movie, funny ass movie, and <laughs> Pinky. In that series, this is one of my favorite characters. <laughs> so when Piggy comes to their party and shit, and he's all turned up and throwing activated shit all over everybody's face, she just has me dying. Has me dying. So I'm not gonna give y'all the, the whole premise of the movie. You guys have seen it. I mean, if you guys have seen it, uh-huh. you already know. But if you haven't, definitely check this out. Friday after next, one of my more favorite Christmas movies. Yeah, I mean, I I seen it. I seen it a few times. Prayers. It's it's it, it gets it gets its part. It gets its spots, man. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I love that shit man also too with uh ricky smiley in there he's funny ricky smiley yep oh yep. my goodness so many so many good so many good characters in that and there's so many like good cat williams i mean come on it, it shit was so good mm-hmm. so good yeah cat williams and uh get Terry cruz yeah i don't really rock with him though but yeah he was in there oh oh <clears throat> I do, I do like, uh, I do, I do like when uh, Cat Williams had that wrench on his nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I tell he you, said, one I thing. am a boy, Damon. <laughs> man, I tell you one thing, I would not be able to, I would not be able to get up after just, just, just think you got some, some, some pliers, some, some, some wrench on your nuts, squeezing them things. Man, I'm through. <laughs> I'm through, man. Oh, now, shit. I, <laughs> man, man, Brett, hey, listen. I know everybody's seen this joint. National Lampoon Christmas uh, Vacation. I always watch it. Gotta be one of the funniest Christmas uh, movies of all time to me. I know everybody's seen it, so I can't read too much elaborate on it. But you know, you know, you know, you got you got Chevy Chase over here trying to get a perfect. Christmas vacation, you know, as all his families mm-hmm. coming into time in the town and just everything just go around from where he's setting the lights up, the the packages, the, the, the Christmas tree, uh, the squirrel in the house, you know, everybody running, the dog uh busting through, tearing up everything, the neighbors get knocked out, and uh, <laughs> you know, dude, that that movie, that that movie is funny, man. Well, listen, we know it's Christmas time when the Griswolds are planning some sort of a celebration. And if something's gonna go wrong with the family, especially for Clark. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's waiting on his uh he waiting on his uh Christmas bonus and he ain't get it. Yep. <laughs> his cousin went and go his cousin went and go kidnap his boss boy, would have put a big bow on him. <laughs> and man, that movie, that movie was funny, man. 
Nah, that's a good one. Well, the last one I got is Traded Places. This one came out when I was a shorty. Oh, Eddie Murphy. Oh, yeah. Oh, goodness, yeah. goodness, goodness. I watched this yesterday. Yes, sir. Did you? Oh, man, yeah, it was so good. So good, man. And I, I watch it every every Christmas, man. So good. So good. So, yeah, I know, audience, last year I gave you a list of my favorite Christmas movies, but this list was a little different because I wanted to hit you with the funny ones. So I switched it up a little bit. So Trading Places, I had to add this one onto this list as my number one because you can't go wrong with Eddie Murphy from the 80s. That was when he was peak, man. He was, like, at the top oh, yeah. of his game, man. You weren't nobody, weren't nobody messing fire. with him. Yeah. What's his name? Billy Ray Valentine? <laughs> oh, man. man. So cool. So cool. Dude. That, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis, Dan Aykroyd in that, man, that movie. That's a classic. Remember, Eddie, he was like, who been putting the cools out on my rug? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I remember them being in that train and just doing the, the whole Thomas Crown Affair type Routine with that oh, briefcase, yep. man. Yep. That, that, dude, it was stupid, man. They had a lot of stuff going on in that movie, man. And it was, that's a pretty dope one, man. So, so um, Jules like one of my five funny movies, so I got you. <laughs> well, he hadn't seen three of them, which you need to go out and rent those, man. Funny ones. I'm going to send you the list. Okay. Okay, will do. And I'm going to check them out, man. If I don't get all three, I'm, I'm going to get two of them. Okay, there you go. There you go. Of the three, then I'll send you two of the ones that I think are probably the, the better of the three. Okay. I got you. Hey, man, my last one, man, is just Scrooge with uh, Bill Murray. And um, I love that movie because the fact that matter is, man, Bill Murray is just a f- funny cat in general. And what he brought, why well, he played protection of, of his Scrooge, was, you know, you know, he's a, in charge of a, his own a network and he's producing Scrooge. They're doing a play Scrooge. But, you know, he's going through the stuff where, He's not really feeling Christmas, of course, because his name's Scrooge. So, you know, the movie named Scrooge. So just the, the stuff he was going through, the past, present, future, and and the stuff that was going on was just, you know, just just just, it's just funny, man. It's just a good, good, funny uh, uh, movie. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that, especially Bill Murray, man. Like, that's another one. When you think about certain decades and times of movies, Bill Murray is definitely up there as well, because he had some really good movies during that time period. Mm. So. Definitely but I'm, but next year, I'm 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 step my game up as far as uh the movies in. There you go. And <laughs> next year, audience, he's gonna have watched all of those movies that I discussed. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna check seen, them out, man. I seen all his movies, but he ain't seen mine. Uh uh uh, Jules. Uh uh uh. <sighs> but anyway, audience. <laughs> <laughs> As I'm done judging my man's jewels, oh, we man. uh, we appreciate you guys for rocking with us this season. Hey, this one's been really, really dope. Uh, we loved all the new listeners that we brought onto the show this season. We hope you guys stay with us as the show continues to grow here in 2022. Man, I just want to say I appreciate everybody who who rocking with us, and also we thank God for you, man. We we really put our thoughts, our love, our time, our effort in in every episode and and we appreciate everybody who who just tune in and listen and beg up all the questions we appreciate all that we love all that that's why we get up and 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 get on the air and get together and talk talk about important issues and things that's going on in the world and we do that because man we we just appreciate you guys and have a platform so 
So have something that some of you guys can listen and also interact on. And we just want to say thank you and may God bless you guys and happy holidays and have a happy new year. That's right. Happy holidays. We see y'all next year. As always, you can find this podcast on Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Deezer, or wherever you get your podcasts. We appreciate your continued support of the show. Without you, we wouldn't be. We're the Pulling Back the Curtain podcast. Thanks for listening. Peace.